Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work. Hey, there she is. Oh, look at her. On the good ship, lollipop is sweet. Oh. To a candy shop where bonbons play. Uh, On the sunny beach of peppermint bay. Lemonade stands everywhere. Crackerjack bands fill the air, and there you are, right. happy landing on a chocolate bar. Boom. <laughs> there we go. And, and the Odyssey continues. What's up, Tosh? What's happening right now? What is? Can you start over? Uh, this right. is the <laughs> worst <laughs> produced show. Shut up. Eric, Shut up. Um, okay, no. All right. Just pretend like you didn't see that. We've got the, the men in black things. Everybody look into your camera. And yeah. we'll, uh, expunge the last 30 seconds from your memory. Uh, welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Rass. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs. Coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B minus. Out here, Randy. In a very comfortable California. It was a beautiful day today. I'm out here in... Do you go shirt sleeves or short sleeves? What? Obviously short sleeves. Short sleeves. Then what's shirt sleeves? That's not a thing. No, it's a thing. Nobody's (laughs) ever said that before. In the Uh, history of English or uh, people. That was the first time, so I can coin that that's my my word. Your phrase. Your phrase. Would it be a phrase? Well, it's not a single word. Sure. Why not? Shirt sleeves. It's one word. No, you at least need a hyphen. Robbie, See, Robbie has something there. Up. There's something there. People do say shirt sleeves, and I'm not exactly sure what well, that means. What if, I think accent, if you, you were mean, wearing a long sleeve shirt, you could say shirt sleeves. No, I it mean, refers to, no, it's like but if you're wearing a short sleeve shirt, it's short it's, sleeves. It, it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't matter. It's it's an old timey kind of phrase. Shirley Temple they, sleeves. Like, really, how the show just started? <laughs> they, they would call it shirt sleeve weather. And the only reason I know that is because uh, it, they would, uh, you know, I've seen it in movies. Anyway, we can all move on and just pretend like none of that ever happened. Now yes. that none of that has happened and you're watching live, go ahead and hit that share button. Although if you don't, I really wouldn't blame you. Um, and uh, let everybody know that uh, this is what you do in your free time. Uh, Randy, we are, oddly enough, we're so discombobulated, but this is like we're going mocktails. Like none of us have been drinking except for you, clearly. Oh, I've been drinking. <laughs> yeah, that's like I could tell by the the droopy uh, kind of uh, Eeyore look you had on your face there. Um, but we are going uh, Shirley Temples today. That was why we had that creepy little video at the beginning. Creepy? Just, just, it just it's not out, creepy. Man. 
Oh, she's, yeah. she's a she's national so cute. icon. Yeah, come on. She, yeah, well, she was. She has. Uh, she has left us. She left us in 2014. No, 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 uh, no, 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 Robbie. She'll always be with us. Just, she'll always. Yeah. Just on, the way. On YouTube. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, can can I can, can I ask a favor from yeah, you two? I I I want. Can I just say what I'm smoking? Because I want to light this so badly. <laughs> Is that okay? Why haven't you lit your cigar? No, I'm, I'm this I'm this far into mine. No, because uh, it's a, this is a special special cigar. This is an OG Anarchy, the smoking exclusive from like 2000 what 13 or something. 11. 11? Maybe. And and look at the, this thing has a turban on it. I mean, it's <laughs> it's so the turban is so big. I mean. You wouldn't believe it. It's incredible. I mean, Osama bin Laden is jealous of this thing. It's just ginormous. So I'm going to start smoking this. <laughs> but I wanted to just show everybody that before I lit it, like, this is a big moment. I've been waiting, Robbie, for years and years. You guys should have seen the cello on for this the, thing. For the moment to smoke this black. cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. That's, uh, that's a good cigar. And I, Although the ones that I smoked were relatively uh, new at the time, and it was a gigantic pepper blast. If memory serves, it's probably much smoother now than it was back then, but I'm curious. Um, Randy, you've got uh, aggressively unstirred drink that you're going with there. What is your deal today? Okay, so let's, let's <laughs> just go with welcome to Flavor Odyssey. Really excited to have you here. Uh, we're going to be doing a pairing today with Shirley Temples. It is our first episode of our mocktail segment. That's right. We are going non-alcoholic for five shows in a row. We are so excited to do this. Wait we a second. Wait a second. Of... Four shows. Don't don't sneak a fifth one in on me. Oh, I'm sneaking a fifth one in. Uh, the uh, we've, had, we've had, you know, this is, Robbie, as you know, it's our fourth season doing uh, Flavor Odyssey. It's been a heck of a journey as we've gone along. We've had a lot of requests over the over the last couple of years that we've been doing the show to focus on doing some more non-alcoholics. We've got a, a, a great friend, Steve Toth, who really appreciates that. we got some other friends out there. I know we've had a lot of, a lot of folks ask for this. And honestly, our first couple of years, we just kind of kept going through sodas, coffee, coffee different ways. And... Um, uh, and so it was really exciting when you and I, during the planning meeting, came up with the concept of leaning into mixed co mocktails, which would be uh, basically a cocktail without alcohol or spirits, um, as as the pairings for this segment. So why don't you go ahead and pick it up from there, Robbie, and try again. <laughs> Jeez. Whoa. <laughs> that was, that was uh, on par with one of your reads, man. That was well done. Um, I appreciate that. Um <laughs> It only took me 50, 10 minutes to push Randy off the rails. Thanks. Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff checking in uh, from sunny. I can only imagine Las Vegas. Um, uh, so what, what are we doing again? So we're drinking, we're drinking the Shirley Temple. This, this drink, Randy, is not the way that I remember it as, as a kid. I haven't had one of these in about 30 years. And we'll get into the recipe here in a second. It is, and I don't know if it's just, if I just get more, do we just get more sensitive to sweetness as we get old? Because maybe we get away from drinking such sweet stuff, and then because I don't drink a lot of soda, neither do you. Uh, we, I tend to stay away from most sweet things. I mean, every now and again, I get a sweet tooth and have like a, you know, like a peanut butter cup or something. But that's a little bit different than a full beverage. It's so cloyingly sweet, Randy, that I am really upset that I forgot to get a Topo Chico out of the fridge. Well, it really depends on on uh, how you manage the recipe. I will say, you know, I, uh, I'm very proud of the guys back in Colorado. I'm kind of proud of myself 
we have been really good uh, over the course of season four to actually stay on track and not just. I'm, I'm proud of you guys too. Recipe. I'm so proud. <laughs> well, well, we've uh, you know those guys you know half the time we tell them what we're drinking and then they just show up with bourbon. Uh, and then I would do something like eclectic and, and interesting and different and, and improvise my own version of the thing that we agreed to. And, and I'd so, be the only one doing the actual pairing. Right, right. So we've all stayed on, on course with the recipes this season. But uh, as, as we continue to explain what we're drinking, um, I can tell you there's definitely some room for some improvis- improvisation. There, there, there are some little tweaks. And so, uh, so let, let me tell you what I did for, for my Shirley Temple uh, to give you an example. Um, I actually went with a sugar-free uh, uh, ginger ale. Uh huh. And so, so with, the, with that synthetic sweetness. Uh, no. It's so it's sugar free, so it's not sweet. sweet. It's not sweet. It's not that sweet. It's fever tree um, uh, ginger ale with a. Uh, I didn't have the time. I wanted to make my own grenadine from scratch. I'm definitely the type of person that would go that route. But I was able to find a locally made, small batch, handcrafted, high end, pre made grenadine uh, out of the Sonoma Valley. Um, from a winery, actually, up there. And so I went with a small batch grenadine, which is basically pomegranate simple syrup, um, ginger ale, and um, and, lime lime, and lime juice uh, for mine. Uh, I, I did go ahead, and as, as I promised, I, I am double fisting. I've got a, a leaded and unleaded version. Uh, for my leaded version, I went with uh, two ounces of uh, Kettle One Vodka, and um, and I will tell you, and we'll talk a little bit about it, but ethanol has a certain sweetness that I feel like um, my vodka version is actually a little bit sweeter than mm. the actual mocktail. Um, how about you? What would what, you do for, for this? And then we can get to our pairings, I guess. So I went uh, – I, I followed the recipe like super, super close. I went with uh, Canada Dry um, Ginger Ale, um, and I actually know how they got their name if you're curious. We can get into that later. Um, it's very, it's titillating stuff, Randy, titillating. Um, and I did actually make my own grenadine and I, um, I used the recipe that uh, my wife and I had, uh, on our website that is still viewable, um, but has not been updated since 2014, I think, or maybe 2016. Um, so you're right. It is basically, uh, it is pomegranate simple syrup. So I did, um, half a cup. I did a half batch. It would be a cup of simple syrup. A cup, or I beg your pardon, a cup of simple syrup. <laughs> a cup of pomegranate juice. So I used palm pomegranate juice. And uh, a cup of sugar. Mix that all together. You bring it to a simmer. Take it off. You don't you don't have to let it simmer for five minutes, kind of like a, a full um, simple syrup would. Because uh, we've done it both ways, and when you simmer it too long, it starts to taste funky. I don't, I don't know how to explain it other than to say it tastes funky. Uh, and then we add just after the uh, after the simmer, a uh, like a quarter of a teaspoon of lemon juice, and two to four dashes of orange rose water, which is uh, it comes in a jar just like bitters, and so we add that to it just for a little bit of brightness, and uh, it tastes so much better than the store bought cheap stuff. I don't know about the. I'm sure you got a nice one, Randy, and I, I know I saw the one that uh, that Eric posted. So the, you guys got some like, small batch, like real stuff. This yeah. the mass produced one that comes in a little bottle with the red label that we've all seen. I, yeah. I tasted that today. It tastes like Robitussin, man. Mm. It tastes terrible. So I went with the uh, I went with the regular. Um, I went with my own um, 
grenadine. And it's, it's you know, it's surprisingly tart, uh, the drink. The lime is really, really present. Surprisingly present, actually. And I think that you have much more ginger flavor than I do. Indeed. Based, I, based I on uh, what I've had from Fever Tree in the past, it's got a lot more spice to it. Yeah. Uh, which I think would be a welcome addition to the uh, to this drink specifically. Um, I do have a leaded version coming that will be the exact same recipe, but it will have uh, two ounces of. I'm not sure what kind of. I think it's. I think we have vodka bottle. Nice. Uh, I think that's what we're working with. So that's uh, that will be here shortly. Um, I boys, I am stunned that you are. And I told Randy before the show. So, you know, we really need to focus on the, the mocktail version because you know that they're not going to make it. And I, I, I said that 100 percent. Not going to. I'm not lying. And I would have lost that bet. I'm stunned that you guys are doing the non-alcoholic version. Well, you know, we better believe it. We try. We try to do the best we can to uh, to be part of the show. <laughs> and this <laughs> this doesn't look like uh, Shirley Temple to me. No. Look no. at this color. It's uh, there's no red almost. At all, I mean, mine's like red, red. What did you use for? Yeah, you grenadine? used the you used the palm though. The palm yeah. could stain concrete. You could dye your hair with it. We use. Yeah. Where's ours? Mac, show. Can you give that to Jordan? And oh, Wrong. yeah. And and here's the cool that. Well, we'll get into that later, but I can't wait till we get into the uh, leaded version because we got some special vodka. This is not what I remember oh, Shirley Temple's looks. being like. I remember... That's because we're using a ginger beer. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, and my throwing. memory of Shirley Temple is like basically an Italian soda. cream soda with grenadine in it as the, yeah. the flavor. Yeah, and there's, there's uh, as I mentioned during the live, there's a lot of different versions out there. Uh, the recipe that we went with um, is, I think, is kind of like the standard original recipe. Mm. And there's been a bunch of different changes. There's, you know, you... I always remember it being with Seven Up. It was I just kind of remember it as Seven Up with a cherry in it. That's pretty much it. Right. Um, but uh, this tastes very different than what uh, the way that I remember it. Well, not gonna be able to see that. Maybe yeah, you will. Can't read that. Jack Ruby. All right, that's too close. <laughs> that's too close. Maybe you'll have better luck on your end. Let's see here. I'll do a sexy cam with it. Can you do sexy cam? Go to sexy cam. Yes. Just keep saying sexy. I like that. There we go. <laughs> There, how's that? That works. What is it? What does it say though? Jack Rudy Cocktail mm. Company. <laughs> Look at this. This is number O O O O five eight. Robbie. Man, That's how I mean, you know it's good. That I I, I it bought. It means that they're very early in a company <laughs> that they think is going to last forever. No, it, it means that if I check Coinbase later, this might this might have gone up in value, <laughs> and eat one of those zeros. I think that is what she meant today yeah, exactly. from a price standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Mm. And so you guys went with ginger beer, correct? So you're going with the uh, correct. And so it's it's got this. Uh, it's got a bowl, right? yeah. It's got a little spice. It's got a little spice to it for sure. Yeah, but it yeah, so tastes great right now. I gotta say, it's a good cocktail. Yeah, I think that uh, going with a, just a standard ginger ale um, makes it a little boring. Frankly, mm. it's just I just taste sweet. And there's a there's a lime brightness and there's definitely some pomegranate in there, but it's just it's cloyingly sweet to me. Um, but uh, we'll move on to the my screen is frozen. I hope you all can still hear me. Yes, you're fine. Um, you're fine. Beautiful. I am smoking the uh, Sobre Mesa Brulee from our good friend Steve Saka. Um, I'll get into well, I guess I'll just tell you guys right now. I wanted to go with something 
that was I wanted a, a cigar that was kind of neutral. I didn't want to go. Oh well, here I had two thoughts: either go over the top and full spice, or go with something that's going to be a bit more smooth, white pepper spice, and a little bit of sweetness to it, to uh, to have a little bit of synergy in the sweetness. Um, I, now, in retrospect, now tasting this, I should have tasted this before I came up with what I thought the pairing was going to be. Um, I think a cigar on the the rich side of things, um, Eric, probably more like what you're smoking, because that's going to have some spice to it, but it adds some rich richness to it as well. Um, I think that would probably be a much better pairing, because uh, this is almost this is almost akin to when we paired with uh, Dr Pepper. In a way, it's got that sweetness and it's got that kind of cherry flavor to it but uh, this has a bit more brightness to it but I think approaching it that way would have probably worked a bit better um, <laughs> I'm already telling you guys how I feel about my pairing but yeah I was going to say that's, uh, that's should, should I just give him the hook at this point <laughs> um. well, let, let us know what you're smoking because you told me you were going to smoke something and then you texted me 15 minutes before the show and said hey can I change yeah, no, so I had an idea, so we, you know, we came up and I had read a little bit about the the Shirley Temple, and I had wanted to, I thought it would pair really nicely with the Placencia uh, orig- um, uh, Reserva, the original, the white band uh, from Placencia, and then I, I made the drink a little bit early, so I started early today, and, um, and realized that it is quite sweet, and, you know, I'm always thinking, every time I think of salty, which... It goes hand in hand as a great pairing element with sweetness. I always think about how Erica is always raving about the Aladino Corojo Reserva mm. as being one of the saltier uh, cigars uh, that that he enjoys. And so I was thinking, and I did a little bit of reading, and um, and actually found that the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences found additional sugar receptors. Uh, called SGLT1 on the tongue sweet taste cells. And those receptors are only activated in the presence of salt. And so there is actually scientific evidence to illustrate that not only is salt a flavor enhancer, it actually activates certain uh, sweetness receptors on the palate without making it overpowering, but instead really creating flavor layering. Uh, as, as those two things go really well together. And so uh, I went with the saltiest cigar that I could think of, and, uh, and we'll see how it goes. That's fantastic. <laughs> what, what were the receptors called again? Those would be the SGLT1. Of course. Uh, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a sugar receptor, but it has a little bit different uh, makeup and DNA. You know, as we've talked about on the show, you know, the, the, the tongue flavor map uh, that we all learned about when we were kids – it is literally what was defined over a hundred years ago, and it's basically been debunked uh, by by uh, by science at this point. And it turns out we actually have uh, flavor receptors all over our our tongue and palate and back of our throat that are able to um, perceive all five of the tastes of the tongue, which would be salty, sweet, bitter, sour, and umami. And um, and now there are concentrations of those, so you do get a little bit more sweetness on the tip and a little more sour on the on the sides. But we do taste everything everywhere, and so um, just finding out that you know there's some science behind the pairing of sweet and salty is something that I, you know, am interested in and, and want to try and create flavor memories around. Um, so I, I thought it'd be a, a fun way to do this pairing today. That's yeah, that's that's interesting. That um, something that science thought was right when we were kids has been debunked. 
like 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 everything, like we everything learned else. <laughs> like like Pluto. I mean, come on, Pluto, Pluto. was a, Pluto was a planet. But really, like I'm not totally on Team Pluto. Like it was only discovered as a planet in like the 30s, so it hasn't even it's been considered a planet for like a couple of years. <sighs> yeah, it's it was it didn't really have enough time to get into the planet lexicon. Yeah, really. It's, so I'm not, it's I'm like not a, that bummed about it. It's like it's not even it's not even canon, you know. You like you just take it right out. Just <laughs> no, it's right. Out. It's uh, it's been no, my I, entire I, life. Pluto's a, a planet. Hey, but before we get off on the ash, uh, on the the universe topic, and let's maybe we, we maybe we get out of this. I want to I want to tell people that are watching this show, because like I gotta say, mocktails normally for me just don't do it. They Always just, too sweet. They just absolutely don't do it. But I gotta say, if you are looking for a mocktail that I was gonna say the same thing. That really does sort of give you what you might get out of a regular cocktail without the alcohol. What the heck? This is great. Like this is really a good mocktail. Like yeah. I, I really wouldn't know for uh, unless I was really, really like not wasted that this does not have all alcohol in it. Like it's does it? Did, did you put alcohol in this, man? Matt? <laughs> no, all no. Right. But like, yeah, it's not. It's not too sweet at all. The ginger beer. Uh, is the dominating flavor, and it's it's it tastes like uh, you'd expect, like kind of like the Moscow Mule range. It's it's more uh, sophisticated. Yeah, a little bit fruitier, like a fruity Moscow Mule. That's a yeah, it's a pretty apt uh, description. Yeah, um, and if you watched the uh, the live that I did on Monday, but I told everybody that it's going to taste like once you put vodka in it, it's Moscow Mule. I'm actually going to have because uh, this to me. Is so sweet, and it tastes nothing like, like there's there's nothing exciting about this. It's just super super sweet. It's getting watered down now, so it's a little bit better. But I'm gonna have uh, Dana make me one with uh, ginger beer, and see if uh, that changes the experience. Well, I gotta say, it, it, it's it's uh, kind of funny to me that you would go so you know highfalutin that you handmade grenadine from scratch, but then you just can't dry. A little well, disappointing. That's, mm, that's the recipe was, the recipe is ginger ale. Well, it doesn't have to be the most common blase macro ginger ale available on the market, Rob. We, we... <laughs> okay, yeah, I, you're right. I could have I could have gone with uh, with a locally sourced, uh, you know, uh, hand bottled, uh, just saying, just rolled saying. on the thighs of virgins, uh, um, ginger ale. But uh, you're right. I did go with the basic one. I do have the uh, the the leaded version here. Nice. And it does taste a lot better. Yeah. Ne- but, next no, time, m- maybe maybe flip the conversation over to me before you start drinking in the middle of a sentence. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, you're right. That's a good point. Uh, you guys I'm are so I feisty see. today. Jeez. It's a fun oh. show. I know. Woo! I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is, this is, uh, you know, it's it's that uh, that planetary retrograde yes. business. Still, still. No, no Mercury is no longer in retrograde. Oh. It came out of retrograde a couple weeks ago. So now, now I thought we still got to blame everything uh, awkward on that. <laughs> no, can't do that. Um, no, so I am I am curious to see how different the uh, the ginger beer version is. Um, I think I'll get a better experience based on what you guys are, are saying. I'm I'm excited because this version was meh, to say the least. Um, Jordan, what are you smoking? We don't know what you're smoking yet. So I went with um, the Camacho Diploma, if I can. The OG. That's the black? No, this is the Robusto, the first one that they did. Oh. And this is essentially my favorite Camacho cigar. 
at least that I can think of. Um, always remember liking this guy, so I thought I'd bust it back out because I kind of remember it having sort of a zesty uh, cabinet spice kind of profile to it to kind of go along with the, the ginger beer and uh, also um, some sort of cherry cola note that I remember it having. And I thought that could pair with the grenadine. Um, not getting that yet, but the so far the like the nutmeg, toasted oak kind of uh, cabinet spice stuff going on is really working nicely with the ginger beer. That the ginger beer has that tingle along the tongue that just makes the two last on the palate for a really long time. It's, it's done. It's pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah. No, to to that point, I, I think you're totally right, Robbie. It sounds like the three of us all have a a beverage that's very much ginger forward. Um, with other layers uh, in addition to it, rather than having and that having that uh, oversweet homemade grenadine uh, overpower everything else. Yeah, this to me. So I got the uh, ginger beer version, and we're that, using Reed's uh, Jamaican. Uh, that one's my favorite because it's not overly spicy, and some of them you come across like Bundaberg is really sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want my ginger beer to have a you know a kick to it. Fever Tree. Kind of hurts sometimes when you drink it. It's like got a bite, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll uh, it'll get you. Um, <laughs> it'll but get ya. Um, but yeah, this so far I've taken like half a sip, and it was significantly, significantly uh, better, much much better. So what have we learned on today's episode? Don't drink Canada Dry. Uh, thanks for tuning in for another episode. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. I'm glad, now, I'm glad you had the option there and were able to go get yourself a ginger beer version. Jordan, now that yeah, we, it makes a huge, huge difference. Now that we've gone through what everybody's drinking and smoking, should you start the pre-poll now? Pre-poll! Pre-poll. So, so this is where you guys vote to see who you think uh, has done the pre-work better in the pairing. And then at the end of the show, as Robbie and Randy describe their pairing, you guys can change your vote at any time. And then we'll get the final vote. But Jordan will get the uh, pre-poll going very soon uh, now that everybody knows in the audience what uh, Robbie and Randy are smoking and drinking. I'm thinking, Randy, you should have about 98% of the vote. Uh, Just based on SGLT1? That, I'm telling you, <laughs> that man. Once, once you Because that sounds more like a planet than Pluto. <laughs> Isn't that what stars are named? Yeah, 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 you know what? I never thought about that. Stars and hops have very similar names when they're in their, in their experimental phases. Yeah. Enigma sounds like a planet. Doesn't sound like a planet I'd want to go to, but it's it's a hop that I like. <laughs> well, fabulous. You know what? Actually, uh, <laughs> speaking of hops that you like, that actually reminds me of something. Randy! Dojo, have you heard? Your favorite pairing show, Flavor Odyssey, is sponsored by the greatest premium cigar manufacturer of all time, Drew Estate. That's right, Drew freaking Estate. I could go on and on about how amazing this brand is and how they not only have some of the most delicious tasting cigars in the world and how they have a portfolio that covers a full spectrum of flavor, so much so that they have a cigar for every smoker and every occasion. But I would much rather just remind you that Flavor Odyssey and all the fun that we have here wouldn't be possible without them. 
we constantly ask you to share the show, subscribe to the show, heck, even rate the show. But the most important thing that you can do if you enjoy Flavor Odyssey is follow and support Drew Estate and let that devilishly handsome digital media manager of theirs know how much you appreciate that they bring Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs to you every single week. So follow Drew Estate on all digital platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a local brick and mortar. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smoke In. Smokin is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at Smokin.com. Wow, that was good. That was good. (laughs) Hey, so. That was that was a world class, Robbie. I think that was world class. As as someone said, I don't know who posted that. Uh, Randy is back. Yes, nice. that was that was a return to glory, my friend. Return to glory. Was, we got an eleven. That was that was it was fresh. It was intense. It was like you felt that like down into your feet. Mm-hmm. I dig it, man. Well done. Very well done. Thank you. Thank you guys. The hairs, the hairs on my arm stood up. Nice. Oh uh, Russian judge, Jordan. That I loved it. Point nine. You said friggin'. That was cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it had a lot of energy to it, and uh, I like the things that you were saying. Snappy little phrases like that. I'll, I'll give it this one a nine. Wow, Jordan is tough to. He's tough. He's a tough judge, yeah. Randy. Yeah, that might only be the second time I've ever broken the the eight threshold. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, judge. I like that that's gone on. <laughs> I feel like that should be a, a dojo release. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> oh, well, now that you actually have a, a, a reasonable uh, version of what we're pairing with today, Rob. I'm going to go ahead and give you a, a chance to, to enjoy that pairing. I'm going to go ahead and just jump in and go first and talk a little bit about how my pairing is going. Uh, but, oh, before I do that, Jordan, would you like to update us on the initial poll results? Sure. All right. Initially, the poll results are <laughs> uh, Robbie with 43%, Randy with 58 I just switched. Randy's 58 Robbie's 42 That's pretty close. Oh, hey. We're losing ground, man. I I, I, I I love it when you when your numbers add up to more than a hundred. It makes it more interesting. <laughs> yeah. It smashed uh, on me. I, I think I think we need to get uh, Jordan like one of those maps that they do on election night where Ooh. you can point to it like expand out. Like, well, this is what's happening here, and if you get down into this county here, like, I think we need I think we need something like that. I let's love make, that. Make, idea. Let's bring that in next season. Oh, and we can sponsor. Have someone. Like uh, somebody who makes like weather gear or something. I, I was about to say we could have Doppler sponsor it. Perfect. Yeah, I know Doppler's <laughs> all over what we're doing. So oh we yeah, should, no doubt. We're no fighting them off with. I need more data. More. <laughs> Uh, so uh, go, getting into the pairing a little bit, uh, as as I said, you know, uh, most of you um, probably have smoked this cigar before. You know the Aladino Corojo Reserva. It does have a very spicy, um, I'm sorry, salty uh, character to, to the uh, tobacco right when you light it. It's it's heavy and cedar. It's uh, 
it's funny because I, I want to use the term rich for this cigar, but it's not it's not heavy. It doesn't linger for a long time, but it's got this great depth of flavor that um, that that woodiness. It's got some great cinnamon. It's got some nice spice. It's not like heavy pepper or, or, or sharp spices, but it's got this very nice, complex depth to it that um, is actually working really, really well. The, the saltiness and the sweetness uh, of the um, drink is uh, going together super well. I, I would swear that there's like a little cherry pomegranate fruit character that I'm almost feel like I'm getting from the cigar. Like it's, you, you can't even tell where it's coming from necessarily. So it's all melding together extremely well. Um, the, the saltiness is definitely um, brightening the flavor of the drink. So I, I, I feel like I can actually taste the pomegranate, the cherry, the lime, the ginger, all separately. Like, like the, each one of them kind of stand out on their own. Um, and, and yet at the same time, none of the sweetness is overpowering or lingering. It finishes uh, very clean. This is a great pairing. As the guys mentioned, this is a very refreshing, easy-drinking uh, mocktail. And, um, and the blooded versions, unfortunately... Even better. Um, so, uh, so I, for, for me, this is a, a big thumbs up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm digging this pairing quite a bit. Mm. Was that like the well, official thumbs up? Am I doing the official? Sounds like it. Yeah. it. Sounded. It sounded pretty damn official. Dang, Randy's was, not. He's not jacking around tonight, Robbie. He's going for it. Freaking official, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I was feeling that. One. I'm glad that you changed your cigar because I think that. Uh, I, I mean, what do you think? If you didn't change your cigar, do you think you would have had the same experience? I mean, they're different. They're different cigars, but do you think yeah. that you would have enjoyed? It'd be a, a it'd be an enjoyable experience. I think, I think this one does have a little bit more depth of flavor, so a little bit more intriguing of a pairing. But I think this um, spice, uh, baking spice forward, uh, kind of not too sweet, not too um, light in flavor cigar is kind of a sweet spot for this drink. You know, the the drink does come off as uh, somewhat light in body. Um, kind of gentle in, in certain ways, the intensity, even though that, that ginger beer or ginger ale does have a, a bite to it. I would say the intensity is still on the, on the lower end of medium. And so, uh, so I, I think the Placencia would have offered a good intensity pairing, but I, I think this is a more intriguing pairing. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm glad that you made that change. Um, and I'm glad that I made the change because it's a totally different experience. Once you put yeah. the ginger beer in there, it's, it is, they're not even remotely the same. The, the sweetness is way, way down compared to what I was tasting before. Uh, there's that spicy character that pops up. The um, <clears throat> the flavor of the pomegranate is more pronounced as opposed to just red sweetness. You know what I'm saying? Red sweetness. I like just, that. Just like <laughs> red syrup, sweet. Um, like the stuff they put on your snow cone, you know? Mm. Just tastes, it just tastes like red. And the blue one just <laughs> tastes like blue, you know? Um, but this, like, I actually can taste the pomegranate because, I mean... I, I put, you know, a good six minutes of effort into making this, uh, this simple syrup, so I want to make sure I taste it. Um, but the cigar experience is, has gone way, way, way in the opposite direction. I can actually taste the cigar now, which is nice. Mm -hmm. um, before, it was just getting blown out by the sweetness. The intensity level of the drink has, well, the sweetness of the drink, the intensity of the sweetness has gone way, way down. Uh, so the flavor is much more flavor than just sweet. Uh, the cigar for me, they're, they're kind of on par with each other intensity wise. So this, uh, the Sobre Mesa Brulee is what I'm smoking. That's kind of a, I mean, intense intensity wise of flavor, medium, medium minus. 
uh, kind of where we are uh, with the drink as well. I'm getting a lot of toasted bread out of the cigar. There's a lot of black, or I beg your pardon, white pepper on the retrohale, which is very, very pleasant, uh, offsets that sweetness. Um, but I'm getting kind of like, it combines all together to give me kind of like a, a toasted bread with, I know it's pomegranate, but it makes me think of raspberry, like, uh, uh, like preserves or whatever that you put a raspberry jam on like a toasted piece of French bread. Like it's just, it's super, super tasty. The, there's a little bit of sweetness. There's a little, there's some cedar notes coming out of the cigar as well. Um, but that white pepper spice on the retro hell makes a huge, huge difference. It's, it's a game changer. I don't know if I'm ready to say that this is, it was definitely a thumbs down before. I don't know if I'm ready to go enthusiastic thumbs up just yet. Uh, so I want to hear what the, the guys back in Colorado have to say and then marinate on this a little bit more before I give my final, uh, my final thoughts. Jordan? It's fair. Um, I am, I'm, I'm really digging this. Um, like I said, this is basically my favorite Camacho, and this thing has not let me down since the one, last time I smoked it. Um, medium full in flavor, uh, medium full in body, medium strength. Um, Lots, just lots of cabinet spice type stuff going on. Uh, nutmeg. Um, you got toasted oak in there. And there's a nice saltiness on the tongue, which I think is playing nicely with the the lime in the drink. Um, almost like kind of like that margarita uh, salt sweetness that you, you would get. Um, the ginger, but the main, the main thing is the ginger beer playing off of the, the spiciness of the cabinet spices. Um, those two really work well together and i'm gonna give this guy a thumbs up nice um so i'm smoking the og uh anarchy this is a uh, micro blend release through smoke in tatawahe um the crazy thing is is this cigar has about the same peppery notes as the ginger beer so they're like they're matching perfectly with each Mm -hmm. other the 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 peppery notes uh, are almost exactly on par with each other. I kind of wish that this cigar had uh, some of the salt that that Robbie or that Randy and Jordan are getting. I, I'm kind of wishing that I had some of that. Um, I think that would make it a little bit better of a pairing because it's kind of a dry smoke. It's kind of a dry flavor to it. It's, it's good. I'm. I would give this a thumbs up. I mean, I've waited forever to smoke this cigar. Um, I'd give this pairing a thumbs up. I don't, I think n- knowing what I know about the cigar now, I would maybe prefer like um, a rum uh, or a bourbon. <laughs> I know, I know that's a big shocker, but you know, maybe, Stunning. maybe something with a little sweetness or something to it. Cause right now they're, 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 it's almost like, you know, it's like putting on like headphones that have noise cancellation. It's like they both have the same pepper and they're in a way that just kind of cancels each other out. But I, I'd still, I still like this pairing. I'd still give it a thumbs up, just maybe not as enthusiastically as I would have hoped. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, <clears throat> smoking this, it's so different than than what I was doing for the first twenty five minutes of the show, and uh, I'm starting to feel a little bit of a sugar high because this is more sugar than I'm used <laughs> to. Um, but. It's working really well, I, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time kind of articulating it because it's more than what I was saying. It's more than just like there is that toasted bread. There is that and it's, it's tasting more and more like raspberry. 
to me. And I don't know if there's this one might have it's got a cherry in there, so it might have some of the cherry juice that makes maybe pomegranate and cherry come together to make a raspberry. I don't know, but that's that's really the flavor that I'm getting. There's a specific raspberry jam that we have uh, that I really like, so it's a good thing. Um, definitely got the the white pepper spice on the retro hills makes such a huge difference. The lime brightness is the first thing to hit you when you take a sip, but it's 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 nowhere near as pronounced as it was before. And that spice from the uh, the ginger beer is really really good compared to God, it was just night and day compared to what we what I was had at the beginning. Um, but the flavor of the cigar I find lingers on the palate more than normal, and it and it kind of it almost changes. Like I get like some cinnamon notes in there too, which doesn't really fit, but it still tastes good. And so it's, I, I don't feel like a rush to say like, okay, now I have to go take another sip to kind of clear my palate or whatever. I like the way that things are lingering. Um, I think I'm going to give it a thumbs up. It's not super enthusiastic. Uh, and maybe that's just more because I don't feel like it should be. Um, I don't know. This, this is, I'm, I'm a bit befuddled because this is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, and the drink is totally different from, from where we started, but that spice in the ginger beer makes a gigantic, gigantic difference. Yeah, I can imagine the. Uh, you know, I, I like that uh, Jordan pointed out that the the baking spices actually because of that that bite that you get from from the spiciness and then the spiciness of the ginger. Um, you know, once once you get that level, like it, it has a very tactile, tactile similar sensation that uh, that that again just kind of. Uh, you know, creates good good continuity uh, from the cigar to to the drink, and and makes it very much a pleasant pairing. You know, we talk about that all the time. It's just like you could smoke anything and drink anything and enjoy yourself, but it doesn't mean that they were working well together. Um, and I think uh, I think that that element of baking spice and ginger really adds to that. Like, oh, these are similar enough that. You, you can't ignore that you just had a sip of that when you take a draw of the cigar and vice versa. Um, so, yeah, again, it's a good thing you I had think, uh, some ginger beer on hand. I think it's going to be yeah, tough to top this uh, this drink for this segment. Like, that's that's this funny because I thought this was going to be the worst one. Yeah, like I did too. This is, but like this no, is I'm, essentially – this just tastes like a cocktail. Uh, now I'm switching over no. to the – uh, the, the, now, now it actually is a cocktail. Yeah, now it actually is a cocktail. Where's our Dirty Shirley? Where's our, uh, oh, you got it. Yeah, I got it. That's, that's it. Check this out, boys. Uh, For our Dirty Shirley, uh, Robbie, Randy, this is Buffalo Trace Vodka. Look at that. Wow, I didn't even know they did a vodka. Yeah, right. they do a vodka. And this, Beautiful I think. Beautiful label. I think this it's is a nice label. Yeah. So, um, 10 times distilled. I don't know. Is that too many times? This might be too many. I mean, you get, <laughs> you're getting right up against it. I mean, yeah. once you get to 11, it's just, yeah. you, you lose all the benefits. This one goes up to 11, though. <laughs> Why don't you just make that 10? Oh, that's such a great movie. Um, Randy, you, you said something interesting there. There's a, there's a continuity here um, in the flavor, and it is that spice. And I was, that was something that was totally missed at the beginning. And so there's like this, there's this constant kind of flavor, like Eric was saying, there's like, they're kind of the same. The spices are kind of the same. Um, I think I'm getting, a, as the deeper I get into the cigar and this drink, which is almost gone now, um, I'm getting more of that consistent spice throughout. And then when I take a drink of the, of, of the beverage, I get that bright lime and then, uh, the raspberry flavor that I'm getting for whatever reason. 
Um, but then when you go to the cigar, you you still have that spice that carries over. You get that white pepper retro on the or on the retro, and then that bready note comes in. It's I don't know. I'm 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 pleasantly surprised with how this turned out. Well, it's it's so funny that, that you were so sure that this wouldn't be a very good mocktail when you were so adamant that we absolutely had to start with Shirley Temple. Because <laughs> it's like the it's like that's it. Sure. Yeah. It's like the yeah. one thing, and that was created specifically for, or at least depending on, on what, you, what you look at. I just looked at uh, Wikipedia. I mean, it was created specifically for that, um, at the apparently at the Brown Derby restaurant in the 30s in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Shirley Temple, she went on the record to say that, that drink had nothing to do with her. Uh, she was not involved in it, in the creation or anything like that. She always said it was too sweet. Uh, she said, uh, um, she said I'm, I'm always served that, and people think it's funny. She's like, I hate them. It's too sweet. Uh, and apparently in 1988, she brought a lawsuit against a uh, soda company, I don't know which one, um, uh, to prevent a bottled soda version uh, using her name on it. She really did not uh, did not like the idea. What? Yeah, maybe the lawsuit really said, if you're going to do it, I get royalties. Yeah, the, the they weren't going to pay her, yeah. yeah. So yeah. They, they, were, they, they wanted to go. They, they said parody law. She said shove it. And, uh, <laughs> but know, how is she uh, able to even do that? Like, she's... That's not her name. Yeah, well, it's her, it's her stage. It's her name. stage name. Like you're allowed to, you know. Well, her 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 real name is Charlize. It's Aaron. Temple. No, no, she was she was <laughs> born Shirley Jane Temple is her. Oh, name. really? Okay. Well, but oh, her wow. her stage name was Shirley Temple Black. All right. That doesn't oh, make sense at all. Go for it. That's well. That's that's what I found on the interweb. So it has to be true. I did my own research. Um, Robbie, weren't you going to tell us everything ever about Canada Dry? I could tell you how they got their name. It's not very interesting. <laughs> now I that mean, we decided that Canada Dry sucks, we don't want to know anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Uh, but th- I think that gets back to the point. We all thought this was Seven Up. We all thought this was a you know a, a lemon lime soda with you know cherry stuff in it. Um, but this is actually before. I don't think Seven Up was even around yet in 1930 maybe it was but uh when this uh, first came out it was it was definitely uh ginger ale uh ginger ale has been around since the 1850s um was uh, an irish apothecary invented it randy it's always invented by an apothecary i love a good apothecary uh but uh, that was the um what do they call that it was the first ginger ale but it was more of like a, a golden style fermented ginger ale it was dark in color uh, the dry ginger ale was created by a Canadian named John McLaughlin. Uh, he was a chemist and pharmacist, almost an apothecary, but not quite the same thing. Um, and he established a soda water company uh, in 1890, and he invented the uh, flavoring for this. It's because he was making flavor extracts to add to that water. Very, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Entrepreneurial young man. Uh, and then, uh, so he introduced it as the pale, dry ginger ale, uh, and he was from Canada, and it became patented as the Canada Dry Ginger Ale, and it was a gigantic success, as it is still on the market today. But, as we learned, Randy, it is not right for this drink, because holy crap, it was not any good. Not any good. The oh, somebody used diet. Interesting. Yeah, a, yeah, a few guys have used diet. Tanner... He's died as well. Well, that makes sense. I mean, again, it's going to replace some of the sugar, so uh, reduce get some, more of, some a spice of that from the sweetness. Yeah. yeah, I can see where they're going with that, but I, I don't think we did diet, and it doesn't. It's not 
overly sweet at all, I don't think. Yeah, ginger beer is not going to be nearly – well, I mean, unless you use Bundaberg. That's the only real sweet one I've ever had. The rest of them are very spice-forward. And, Randy, I'm sure that yours was even – yours is the spiciest, I would imagine. Yeah, favorite tree bring, brings the heat. They, they get in there. You feel you feel that in your toes, buddy. It is <laughs> it is, it is spicy, spicy. Um, let's see, boys. Uh, do we want to go to the vote first or talk about uh, Smoke Night Live on Friday? Or we've got a giveaway and stuff to announce. Yeah, the, the winners. we got all kinds of stuff. We got work to do here. Well, first, before we do the final vote, uh, let's go ahead and um, announce the Crux winner. So um, we have Ooh, a, the scarf, the scarf, and a box of uh, Crux Maduro Epicure, uh, based on uh, Friday's Smoke Night Live. If you made a comment, I took all those comments. I picked a random winner from all of those comments, and the winner is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh god, that was a long drum roll. <laughs> the winner, the winner is Alan Rubin, not not Alec Bradley, Alan Rubin, but the other Alan Rubin. So nice. congratulations to not Alan Rubin, but Alan Rubin. He will get the the box of Crux and the scarf. He'll probably need that because it's getting chilly in North Carolina at this stage, and I think that's where he is. So um, congrats um, uh, to Alan on that. Fantastic, beautiful. Beauty, beauty. Can we hear so the we, comment? Do you have that? Yeah, what was up? the comment? The comment was um, Nick Labretti has a better head of hair than William Cooper. <laughs> that was the comment. That one of a scarf? That one of a scarf. One of a scarf. I, I, well I done, do, Alan. Well I do done. think it's funny, and you even said this during the show. You said, I, I picked these randomly, but I wanted them to be funny. So. Like, well, they gotta that, they gotta catch my attention, they, and then I think, uh, so they, they randomly yes. they catch your attention. Well, they only go into the database if it catches attention. Exactly, and then it's randomized yeah, it's right. once right. they have. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, it's, it's still I random. See. Yeah, so okay. So there, it has. You're you're like the gatekeeper. They have to get yeah. past you to actually get into the contest. Yeah. So what I did here here's just just uh, to peel back the curtain a little. I just removed all the comments were like, hey, Frank, hey, Bill, hey, Joe. I removed those types of comments and then put all of the rest of them into the uh, randomizer. Boom. That was the winner. That's how it works. And speaking of contests, um, I guess I'll I'll describe this one. We have the big, you know, those big ceramic Camacho ashtrays. They're so cool. Black ones, yeah, uh, they're four, the 14 oh, inches okay. by 10 inches by four. It's a big, massive ceramic um, ashtray from Camacho. We've got 10 of those to give away. There, you can see it on what? your screen. Oh, beautiful. 10 of those to give away. And so all you got to do is... the best tabletop it is. Uh, ashtray. Super we cool. We used to have two of them. I broke one. Yeah. So don't let, don't let Jordan <laughs> Don't drop them. it off the table. Um, so, so you only have nine to give away. Uh, no, well, that's... <laughs> So anyways, to enter, all you have to do is be a member of the uh, Camp Camacho digital group on Dojoverse. And that you'll see at the top of that group, there's a, uh, a pinned post. And you just got to reply. Just reply to that post. You can reply once a day up till uh, November 11th. And November 11th, we were having a virtual uh, seminar, so to speak, It'll be um, some of the dojo guys and George Ramy from Camacho will be pairing the Factory Unleashed with uh, Jack Link's Jerky and Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Ooh. Sauce. 
but here, sweet bit of rage. Now, if that wasn't fun enough, here's here's why this is so important, you guys. That virtual event is one of the few. We haven't had a virtual uh, uh, Camacho event in the Dojoverse yet, so this is going to push a lot of guys over the limit to get their name on the wall. And you get your name on the Wall of Fame in the Dojoverse Camp Camacho Wall of Fame, but you know what that also means, Robbie, Randy? You get your name literally on the Wall of Fame in Honduras at the factory at Camacho. So make sure on November 11th you tune in to that virtual uh, seminar uh, it's just going to be a herf, really. We're going to be smoking fact, factory unleashed. So if you want to, if you want to play along, get some factory unleashed, get some jack links, um, get some sweet baby rays. And I, I have it on uh, good authority that if you do do that and you get all the the right pairings, uh, there could be one lucky winner that gets something really special. So Ew. mark that on your calendars, November eleventh. That's when we'll announce the winner of the of the ten winners of the the ashtrays. And that's also um, when you guys will probably get a lot of you guys are going to get your name on the wall. Boom. Because I know a lot of you have got all the shields that have led up to it. But that's the one missing piece. So that's going to be a big night. November 11th. It's a Thursday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, so let me ask you something. Uh, as, as you guys know, and a lot of a lot of the audience knows, I've actually had a chance to go to Honduras and to visit the Camacho factory. And I'm just wondering, is this the same wall that Jack's? name was on because i do remember seeing something i think it said something like uh for a good time call and then it said it had jack hire's name is that is that the same now wall that about? wall has been demolished they they painted oh. over <laughs> after we left after that they painted that over that because i think it was just it was not it wasn't good. like you guys should sign the Fair wall enough. and we just like graffitied the entire <laughs> wall like <laughs> yeah. randy the lead up and the delivery of that joke was impeccable Oh well, like. <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic. I, I I really enjoyed that. That was I didn't know. I I thought you were being serious, and I, I mean obviously you are, but but it was also a oh, joke. Well oh, done. Oh, I was being serious. Oh, I was serious. <laughs> no, well, well done. I hope somebody has pictures of that wall because apparently it's not with us anymore. Yeah, there was um, a lawsuit. Those had to be uh, those had to be oh, you know oh, brought back. Been, all, uh, all the pictures have been sequestered. Yeah, that, that's right. NDAs went out to, to a small group of us. Uh, uh, Jordan's uh, five-year-old son actually had to sign one. It was awkward for everybody, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but 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 yeah, very exciting to to uh, get that accomplishment. Obviously, Camacho's done great things with the dojo and with that group. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I uh, I look forward to watching on uh, November 11th and hope to see a lot of our, our brethren um, there on Dojoverse get their name on the wall in Honduras. And then maybe some of you can even go down and march with us to Honduras and get a chance to see your name on that wall. That's yeah, a little a little wrinkle. Uh, Alan just posted on the chat that uh, since he... Now, I knew he was a member of the industry as far as he worked at a cigar shop, but he also says he has something to do with... Um, Something to do with uh, one of our sponsors. I did. I was not aware of that. Um, He's declining and, the prize. Obviously, you cannot give that to that him. So uh, he said, "Give it to Steve Toth or another audience member." I'm going to just give it to Steve Toth. He could use that Boom. scarf, I think. So Steve Boom. Toth will get the um, the box of it. Crux and the, the scarf. Alan, that that is a classy and a high integrity thing to do. Good, good, well done, my friend. So nice, there we go. Nice. Didn't did that did not know Alan uh, had t- 
ties to a sponsor of the show. So I, I did not know that. Yeah, but I'll tell you, that's one of the toughest things is that you have to go and, and vet your winners to make sure they're not <laughs> married to or related to or, you know, all the, all the, all the, Was the roommates with? Right. You, know, you, you run into all kinds of like, I, I can't win. I slept in his couch once. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's, it happens. It happens. It's, you know, you got to vet your Hall of Famers the same way. You know, you just can't get in if you got, uh, you know, like slept on his couch. I slept in his basement. I can't get in. You know, it's just part of the deal. Um, so, Jordan, let's find out how much uh, Randy beat me by. All right. First off, I got to say the leaded, the alcohol version, that's the leaded version, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not any better. It tastes exactly the same. It does. Right. I agree. Weird. Uh, that's, that's that's great though, because that's the whole idea of the mocktail. You can yeah, you know, and tell the difference. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you put bourbon in there, you know, that would do something. But <laughs> vodka doesn't do a thing. Anyways, now bourbon actually wouldn't have been bad. We are at the final tally. Let me take a screenshot. Final tally. We are at uh, Robbie's in second place with forty-seven. Randy wins fifty-three percent. That's much closer Ooh, that than I expected. Yeah, very close. Closer after we established this thing was going like this the whole show. And then people just like his shirt, <laughs> as they should. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> Apparently, and, but I was I was going to say at least I stuck with like the the cigar I said I was going to smoke, but I ended up changing my drink halfway through, so we're even. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so th- that was that was pretty good. I I, I think that uh, I probably enjoyed your pairing more, uh, but uh, this pairing was surprisingly good. There's there's a just a, a base level of flavor that goes through there, and then they play off of each other, which is exactly what you want out of a pairing. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I'm thoroughly stunned at how well this went. And Randy, you're right. I was screaming from the rooftops that we have to do Shirley Temple, and it had nothing to do with whether I wanted to drink it or not. It's just OG, man. Um, oh, <laughs> that, that comment started heavy there, Kevin. He's, he starts the comment saying, uh, Barb says she wants a divorce. I was like, oh, geez, this is a weird way to announce that. Um, but uh, it, went, it went on so she could win a prize or get that's, in the Hall of Fame. That's what it is to be a community-based show like that, man. You guys have announcements you need to make, you know? Yeah. Jordan's going to help you out he's gonna put your comments on the screen so tune in continue to share your lives with us man you know yeah. here we are we open our, our homes to you we share our lives with you we love it when you share right back yeah deep, so, deep so, dive so best of, best of luck on on the uh, marital counseling uh kevin and barb we, we love you here at the dojo and wish you guys the best well you were the you were the efficient at their weddings so oh could yeah be wait there. a minute i think that personally you could be their marriage counselor too right like, why not? It's like it's part of the package deal. I think they already paid you for this, so you know it's part of the thing. Um, but you also slept in their couch too, so maybe that mm. takes you out of the that run. Does disqualify me? You're yeah, right. done, done. That's that's too bad. Uh, Randy, next week we are going with uh, an additional mocktail. We're going mocktails, uh, you know, for the next four weeks. Uh, you said five. We're going to talk about that after the show. <laughs> I don't know what that fifth one is. Um, we we may or may not have a special episode that fits right into the middle of this mocktail segment. I should know more tomorrow. Uh, a little bit of a tease there, but uh, we'll we'll see if that does come to fruition. But uh, next week uh, we're going with the uh, the not so uh, something Spike. Arnold Palmer, right? Arnold Palmer, yeah. Yeah, not so, so it's uh, Arnold Palmer. Yeah, so, tea and lemonade, right? I'll pull up if you want to buy me a second here. I will pull up the actual. Yeah, well, well, you know, it's funny, you know, because you bring up Arnold Palmer. I will say. Randy! Randy! Okay, perfect. 
that story. Um, so, uh, so this is, yeah, it is a, a not so spiked Arnold Palmer. So it's going with, you're going to go with uh, three black cups tea. of brewed black tea, chilled, a half a cup of lemon juice, uh, two tablespoons of honey, one to two tablespoons of honey to taste. You could add more if you like. And two tablespoons of alcohol-free vanilla extract. Oh, wow. Which is, uh, I don't know if I have that. I'm just going, there's there's a negligible amount of alcohol in uh, in vanilla extract. Yeah, that's so. going too far. Come on. Yeah, it's a pretty high about alcohol and vanilla extract. You yeah, just well, use it in very Yeah, if you poured the whole that. bottle into exactly. your drink. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that sounds interesting. Uh, I'm curious to see. I, I like the idea of doing something tea-based. Um, oh. We have a coffee-based uh, drink as well. I will uh, pin this to the top of the Dojo, uh, of the uh, Flavor Odyssey group in the Dojo verse for everybody. I would do that right after the show. And, well, and a quick little teaser oh, that you don't even know about, Rob. Oh, my goodness. Is I, I'll have a little bit uh, of uh, information for those of you interested on tea, as I am actually a certified tea judge. What? And so uh, I, I, I do have a certification in teas. It is Come second, on. Uh, no, no, that's serious. It is the most um, drank beverage on the planet uh, uh, ahead of only coffee. And uh, really excited about that. You can talk a, a little bit about how uh, how white tea, green tea, and black tea differentiate from each other. You know, obviously herbal tea is a whole nother uh, mixed bag. But uh, really looking forward to next week's show. I was. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was that was too easy. No, that's, I know nothing about tea, and I, and I enjoy it, but uh, I don't know much. I know that when you say the difference between white tea, black tea, and green tea, well, to me, one of them's white, one of them's black, one of them's green. That's your difference. That's all I got. Uh, but uh, Randy, obviously, since you can judge them, uh, you can uh, sniff a tea leaf and tell you where it was born. Um, that's uh, is, is are you like a, is there a such thing as like a tea sommelier? Like what yeah, do they I call mean, the, the, the certification that I have is is basically uh, the equivalent of that. Now I'm only first level uh, on that. They don't use oh. the term sommelier, but it, it is the basic equivalent. I'm curious. I'd like to know what that term is because I'm sure it's it's got to be a very fun term. Um, I'm going to bring some and, info. Oh, indeed. Bring the heat. Bring the heat. Uh, so that'll be uh, next Wednesday. Uh, you, what's going on? About what's going? Okay, perfect. Yeah, so what's going on with Smoke <laughs> Night Live this week, boys? Uh, all right. Uh, Smoke Night Live, this is going to be a great show. Finally, uh, Michael Herklotz. Uh, we had him on not too terribly long ago, but that was prior to his uh, cigar actually being released, and we have some of those in studio that we're going to smoke. If Here's the thing. With Michael, it doesn't ma- even matter if you are into the cigar industry at all. This guy's so funny and so great as a guest. He, he, he is going to be amazing. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors to tune in you uh, this Friday Had night because <laughs> Michael is just great regardless of if you're into cigars or not. He's that funny. He's that good. And we'll, we'll get into the whole, um, you know, we'll try the cigar live on the show. I have not had it yet. Um, uh, me and Jordan have given him a real hard time because it's taken forever for his cigar to come out. But kidding, of course, we love Michael. But I can't wait to try the cigar. I'll, I'll, I might have the Placencia one. Jordan might have the Quesada one, or vice versa, whatever. But we'll smoke one of those on the show and uh, let everybody know what we think. And other than that, it's just going to be a great night on Smoking Night Live this Friday night. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Well, this was a lot of fun. I'm surprised at uh, at how good this uh, this beverage was. Shirley Temple, keeping it classic, old school. Um, Randy, always a pleasure. 
as you thank you thank you for uh for taking over the hosting duties for today uh because i was i don't know i i don't know i just felt like messing with you and and it worked (laughs) and and it it brought out uh, it brought out a different side of randy so that was fun uh i'm gonna take credit for the energy that you brought in your read understandably yeah yeah absolutely totally totally get that credit um anyway well everybody have a great week stay safe stay healthy be kind to each other it doesn't cost you anything we'll see you all next week as the odyssey continues Thank you.